What is up, everybody? This is Angelo with Spinning Thoughts coming at you with a fresh, a brand new fresh episode 157 of Spinning Thoughts. I'm so glad that you all are here, and I'm so stoked to be here as well. Happy holidays, right? Tis the season. It is now December, and where the fuck did this year go? Uh, beyond uh, going to some amazing music, which we're going to get to that. But man, did this year go by fast? I mean, seriously, doing a podcast, it's interesting because now you have like this pretty consistent like order of like life that you can reflect back on. I mean, I'm 157 episodes in and, you know, I remember recording each and every single one of them and a year ago. I was recording, I think it was episode 115. I just posted it on Twitter, at Spin Thoughts, uh, to reminisce a little. But I remember sitting down, nervous and excited like I am right now. I'm going to talk about that because I have all kinds of fucking emotions right now as I'm getting ready uh, for this particular episode. But I remember sitting down, getting ready for episode 115 and thinking back on 2017 and saying the same damn thing. Like, where did the year go and you know I, I know they say like whenever you get older like time just flies by as a kid it you know it, it I, I, as a kid it felt like it flew like but now in retrospect I mean I don't know I don't know shit about time I know a lot about music and that is why we are here it's just crazy to, to, to think back on how fast time does go by and again with a podcast uh, with a you know something like this you can really track the time a little bit more it becomes a little bit more tangible to you so i'm just so grateful uh, to be grinding still and talking to you all and hanging out and just sharing music spreading love you know we end every episode with that and try to live our lives uh with passion so episode 157 it's so good to have you make sure you follow us on twitter at spin thoughts our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Make sure you subscribe. In 2019, I'm really hoping to grow this fan base a little bit more. This is all free music content. You know, I'm not push, pushy at all with this stuff. If you think I'm pushy, then you must not interact with anybody else because for real... There is never a time where you're going to pay for any of this music content. It's just fucking ridiculous, Uh, but here it is. So the only thing I ask is, I mean, if you dig it at all, if you consume anything that myself and my fellow 20-plus contributors from around the country and in Canada, if you're digging anything we're doing, tell a friend, you know, shout us out on social media, like a post, I know everybody asks you to do it, and it may not seem like a lot, but it helps. And again, I you know I don't ask, I don't ask for any money because I know, I, fuck, I don't have any. So why would I ask you for some? <laughs> so free music content, thespinningthoughts.com. That's a different kind of intro. Normally I talk that much, but then I introduce a band. That is not what I'm doing here in 157. So I am taping this on what is it, December the fifth. This will be premiering right now. You're listening to it on uh, December the 6th via Adobe Radio. But 
What I'm doing with this episode, instead of talking to a band member, we are going to break down part one. There's going to be two parts because it's that awesome. We're going to break down part one of my top 10 albums of 2018. That is right. It has been a whirlwind of a year when it comes to new music dropping left and right from literally, literally the first month in January. I mean, there were releases, Water Parks, uh, The Dangerous Summer, Speak Low If You Speak Love, to name just a few. And that was the very beginning of 2018. And then it just did not slow down. Uh, the floodgates opened and we had bands and artists from all genres just dropping music fire everywhere. So it was a great year. And I'm really excited to reflect on it. It was difficult to narrow down these albums. And I have many, 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 many working lists that still exist. Uh, just showing various ways of presenting the albums in my head that meant the most. So here's going to be the goal with episode 157. We're going to break down uh, my favorite albums from 2018 starting with 10 through 6. And then... In a future episode here very soon, we will have part two, and we'll break down five through one. It's going to be really fucking epic, so <laughs> I hope you are excited. Now, I'm going to take a moment to explain the rules, and yes, there are some rules, and I'm not a big fan of rules other than breaking them, but when you create content, consistency is key. So I just want to, look, when it comes to Ranking albums, it sucks as it is. And if there's no structure, it becomes a lot suckier. So here is the structure for what you're about to hear. So first of all, these are only full-length albums. And here is what I consider. I'm not saying this is the true definition, but for the purposes of my rankings, what I consider to be a full-length album is 10 or more tracks. That's right. If it had nine in my eyes, it didn't qualify for my rankings of the top 10 best full-length albums. Maybe I should be more specific, but uh, the t that's the deal, and I get to make the rules because I run this thing. So uh, start your own podcast, and you can make your own rules. <laughs> so the other elements here is it cannot be a reissue, a reimagination. I think you get the idea. It has to be like brand new material. Not not an acoustic album. It has to be a brand new album that has 10 tracks or more. And here's the other really uh, crazy thing that you're going to see here when I break down my top 10. This episode is going to be 10 through 6. I came up with a list of the top 10. And it wasn't fair. It just wasn't fair to leave out some bands and some artists. It 10 just wasn't enough. Uh, you know, it, I had to do something about it, so I did. And here's the final key element to how I structured my rankings, and then we're going to dive into it. I have two for each number. So, for example, when we dive into my 10th favorite album of 2018, it's actually going to be two bands with two separate albums and there is a logic and a mentality behind it besides uh, taking the easy way out and allowing more to come into the ranks. I it was I thought this out. 
a lot, really hard, some late nights, and the bands and albums that I paired together, it's like it was really organic for me. It felt like they were similar albums or accomplished similar things, at least to me, or there were some similarities that I found, and, and of course, the music warrants to be recognized, and so I made the executive spinning thoughts decision, and the, the, the final key here to my rankings is for each number, I'm going to break down two different bands that released their own albums here in 2018. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Make sure you subscribe. It is free. And our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Episode 157, it is a highlight. Every music content provider goes through this uh, where they basically, they they drop a bunch of content around their favorite albums of 2018. And a lot of people do it. Who gives a shit? Because these bands, these artists, they deserve the recognition. It's a great way to end a year on some positivity, some creativity, and there were ups and downs uh, this year in 2018, but I'm going to tell you what, I want it to end on a good note, an optimistic note, and music, music certainly accomplishes that. So let's dive in and reflect a little bit on what, what I consider to be the top 10 albums of 2018. This is part one. We're going to dive through numbers 10 through six, and remember, uh, there's two for each number. To kick it off at number ten, we have "In Spite of Me" from Like Pacific. It dropped July the twenty seventh via Pure Noise Records. It houses ten, seriously ten, banging tracks. Like they are powerful. And my favorite song off of this album is "Self Defeated," but the entire album. It just has gritty vocals. It's so powerful, yet it's like really catchy. I I constantly, constantly am humming songs from In Spite of Me inside my crazy little head. And I got the advance of this album weeks, weeks, surprisingly weeks and weeks before its release. And it was almost like taking me away from listening to other bands' music because it was so good and it was so new. And of course, nobody was talking about it because it hadn't been out yet. So I was obsessed with this shit weeks before it dropped. And months later, I'm still so into it. We recently had Jordan Black on the show for episode 143 not too long ago. We talked a lot about In Spite of Me. And I would so encourage you to go and check out that episode. It's on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or you can go to our website, thespinningthoughts.com. You can click on Artist Resume, and then I so easily, alphabetically, I list everybody we've talked to. You click on their name, and you get the episode. And guess what? It's free. So, like Pacific, in spite of me, it is a great way to kick off any ranking any list and it is my 10th favorite album of 2018 now in the theme of pairing albums the other number 10 album was merci from save face now 
Save Face. This is a band that I've had so much interest in over the last two years. And Tyler and I had been trying to align our schedules to do an episode together. And after a long time, we ended up finally making it happen for episode 147. And in that, we talked in depth about Mercy. It dropped July the 13th via Epitaph. And this is... This is a doozy. This is a very unique, creative album. It's 14 tracks. 14! So that definitely meets my criteria of what I consider a full length. And as the band puts it, it's a visual and concept album. So they literally have a music video for every single track. So let's just recap real quick because it's a lot. 14 tracks... And there's a music video for each track. It's amazing. And the amount of creativity just pouring from Safe Face, it's absolutely undeniable. And to not include this album in a top 10 uh, list, it's that would just that wouldn't be fair. And Safe Face, uh, you know, pairing it up with like Pacific. I don't know, both those albums just really kind of, not not that I wasn't expecting great things, but they just caught me off guard on how good it actually translated. And uh, for that, that is why uh, both In Spite of Me from Like Pacific and Merci from Save Face uh, hit number 10 for my favorite albums of 2018. And uh, I want to mention also, I'm going to list my favorite song off of each album as I break them down. So, uh, self-defeated from in spite of me. And I didn't mention this, but I'm going to now heartache off of Merci. All right. So we're heading into number nine and I'm really excited to, to present these next two bands because they have such bright futures, uh, in the music world. And we all as consumers have really bright fucking futures for listening to good music uh at number nine we have laughing into the void from tiny stills it dropped june the first and it has seriously like 10 really beautiful tracks my favorite being can you blame me and immediately i was hooked on this release the visual aesthetic of the album art uh really it caught my eye and i always I love when bands do that, when they pull off that first impression with the, the, the artwork of the album. And the opening track, it's just, it's so perfect. These vocals just kick it off in a very comfortable way. And then this poppy synth drives in and then the whole album will just go on to impress. So uh, Tiny Stills laughing into the void. It is honestly a gem here in 2018. And on this uh, number nine slot, I am really stoked. And this album, to be honest with you, this album easily could have been up a little bit higher than number nine. Uh, But we have Tequila Sunrise from Super American. It dropped September the 14th via Take This to Heart Records. It has 13 tracks which is great. The more above 10, the better. 
And my favorite song off of it is Commitment Issues. Now, I've listened to Tequila Sunrise many times. Uh, It's actually become, I think you all can probably relate to what I'm about to say. It's become one of those albums where, you know, when you just get apathetic in in what you want to listen to, you know, like maybe it lasts for like a, a couple hours in a day or for a couple days or a couple weeks. You just become lazy, right? And you just want to listen to something that you know, that you're comfortable with. Fuck, maybe you can dance to it. You can sing to it. That's what Tequila Sunrise has become for me. It is the one of those albums that when I'm just being super lazy and I just want to throw on something that I know I'm going to dig This is honestly one of those albums. And actually, the two that sit in the top spot fall into that same category. So, you know, Super American, you are a go-to for me with Tequila Sunrise. And take this to heart records, by the way. I just love everything that they do. And every one of their bands, they're seriously amazing. Amazing at creating music. And, you know, from what I can see from behind this expensive microphone, uh, they're pretty damn good people, too. So uh, lots of love for Take This to Heart Records and Super American. Again, Tequila Sunrise. What an album. We had Matt and Pat on the show for episode 149. Uh, Great guys. Awesome conversation. Go back. Check it out. And uh, Tequila Sunrise, if you have not given this a shot, and seriously, each track is so good, uh, very diverse, very intricate, you really should check it out. And side note, uh, these dudes, they're just, they're super talented. There's, we talk about it in episode 149, but they did this uh, audio tree live session, I think it's out there in like Chicago. There's a video of them performing some songs. And, like, this is raw. This is in-the-moment live recordings, and they absolutely hit it to perfection. So I would recommend checking that out as well. Uh, So Tequila Sunrise from Super American and Laughing Into the Void from Tiny Stills, uh, those are my number nine favorite albums here in 2018. As we move into number eight, of course, it gets harder and harder. But this was kind of a no-brainer for me. Uh, it's interesting, these albums that drop really early in a year. I, this may even be a conversation for a future episode. But hear me out on this, uh, like this, this rhetorical in the moment question. Bands that release music early in a year, do they have an advantage or a disadvantage in terms of, for example, like rankings like this, top albums of a particular year. And here's what I'm trying to say. So at number eight, uh, I have the Dangerous Summers self-titled album that is just really, it's glorious. It dropped January the 26th via Hopeless Records. What I'm saying is that I've been listening to this album forever. It feels like forever. It's been less than a year But it feels like forever because I've had it longer than most albums from this year. So I wonder, like, is that an advantage to a band like The Dangerous Summer, you know, in these kinds of rankings? Not that it even matters. I mean, I'm just, I have a, I have to kill time, right? So I'm finding things to talk about. (laughs) But I think it's intriguing. I think it's interesting. You know, or, because here's the other side of the coin then. 
there what if people have moved on from their album because it's been out for almost a year you know there have been some late bloomers here in 2018 uh can't swim is one of them uh you know that just dropped here recently and you know it's fresh on everyone's mind so i'm curious what do you think about this question do bands have an advantage when they drop albums earlier in the year in terms of you know rankings of best albums do they uh, resonate longer with fans and do they become attached or do people forget about it and move on and just kind of talk about the ones that are more uh, current let me know on twitter at spin thoughts the self-title though from the dangerous summer it's really fucking deep i you know i I, when I listen to it, like I have to, I almost feel like I have to be ready. I have to be in a certain mood and that's not a knock. I mean, this elicits certain kinds of feelings from me. Uh, all 10 tracks, they're really quite amazing. My favorite is when I get home, it's just such a jam. And, uh, as one of my contributors, Jasmine gracefully put it, the dangerous summer is your favorite band's favorite band. And I mean, like, that is probably so damn true. And, uh, you know, the Dangerous Summer, they're paying it forward uh, by, you know, the, uh, drawing some attention, I would say. Uh, this band that I'm about to say, they they uh, warrant their own kind of attention due to their, you know, amazing uh, talents. Uh, but the Dangerous uh, Summer kind of shined a light on the band Camino and... I, I had uh, the band Camino on uh, Spinning Thoughts, you know, some time ago, and their music is just banging. And that's, you know, just that 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 feeling like your favorite band, like, I don't know, State Champs, Mayday Parade. I bet you you talk to some of those members. I could see them paying tribute to the Dangerous Summer. It's not that, you know, AJ's been around grinding in this band uh, for, for, you know, some time, but not like it hasn't been decades or anything. Um, but the Dangerous Summer I, I've just I've really appreciated uh, this band for some time. They've gone through some band member changes, but the vibes and feels evoked from their music, uh, it's it's evolved in a very very amazing way over the years. It's just simply a beautiful album, uh, and it takes you uh, for a ride. And I've had the pleasure of uh, you know jamming this album many many times. I've also had the pleasure of talking to the Dangerous Summer here on Spinning Thoughts. Uh, it was for, what was it? Episode 100. What a way to celebrate 100. They were going to be one of the headlining bands at, uh, the annual four chord music festival, I believe for 2017. So it was really great to talk to the dangerous summer and I would love to talk to them again. It's, I saw a tweet from the dangerous summer recently they weren't even teasing new music. They, I think if I'm recalling it correctly, they fucking like guaranteed it in a tweet that they're like in studio or about to be working on the next LP and that it is happening in 2019. And if that's the case, wow, I can't wait. I just can't wait. 2019, you got some big shoes to fill, but shit, it looks like them feet are pretty big. So let's, uh, let's see what happens, uh, to compliment then the Dangerous Summer self-title here at number eight. We also have, and this is, look, see, this this is all full circle. We have No Bouquet from All Get Out, an album that dropped literally weeks ago, November the 2nd. 
via Equal Vision Records. So this pairing makes sense. I hope that it's being proved right now. You have The Dangerous Summer, who dropped an album January 26th, and All Get Out literally one month ago. And they're both sitting at the number eight spot in my list of top 10 for 2018. I haven't had as much time with No Bouquet from All Get Out, uh, but the 10 tracks that exist on it are absolutely incredible. My favorite being uh, Self Repair. And I mean, full disclosure here, I think I'd be a fan of just about anything that All Get Out releases, uh, side and solo projects included. Uh, We had All Get Out on, look at this, way back into uh, episode 77 and I'd love to catch up with the band again here soon in 2019 and I don't know if that even comes close to answering the question I posed earlier if a band drops an album earlier in a year is that an advantage or disadvantage when it comes to you know trivial uh, rankings like this we have ironically uh, sharing the number eight spot we have the self-titled Uh, from The Dangerous Summer that that dropped January 26th. And, you know, seriously, like nine, ten months later, you have No Bouquet from All Get Out, and they're both just really, really amazing albums. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Please, if you feel inclined, go ahead and subscribe if you're feeling really awesome, go ahead and tell a friend about it. We have a website. It is thespinningthoughts.com. We have over 20 contributors here at Spinning Thoughts, many of them in the United States, and we've got two in Canada. So we are trying to represent the best we can. And 2019, I'm hoping for a lot of growth. And I'm telling you, I think that there's something for everyone on our website, thespinningthoughts.com, concert reviews photo spotlights, exclusive interviews and episodes, and uh, just literally anything that you really want. We talk to your favorite bands. I mean, seriously, uh, I like to think that we're their favorite podcast, but who the fuck knows? So here in episode 157, we're breaking down part one of my favorite albums here in 2018 to uh, review the criteria. It had to be a full-length album. I consider that for these purposes, 10 tracks or more, no reimaginations, no reissues, and I went ahead because I can, and I decided to have two albums for each number. So, at number seven, I am so happy to say, is Lips Like Oxygen from Oh Weatherly. This is a band I really adore, and I know a lot of people do and are uh, starting to uh, at a much more rapid pace, rightfully so. This album dropped July the 27th via the amazing Hopeless Records. They always have great representation on my album of the year list. Lips Like Oxygen has 10 tracks, my favorite being Soaring, and I think that that's the song that concludes the album. I'm going to hypothesize here real quick. I believe that uh, Lips Like Oxygen, in the next few years, fans are going to be begging the band to play songs from it live uh, after Oh Weatherly uh, has just blown up and, uh, you know, loved by the masses. And they already have uh, a very substantial, loving fan base. 
Uh, and Blake is one of my favorite people to follow on social media. He's also one of my favorite guests to have on the show. I believe it's been like twice uh, shooting for three here soon, my man. Uh, but the band does all the right things. I said it twice, once in episode 49. <laughs> the first time we had O Weatherly on was episode 49. And I said it again more recently to Blake in episode 150. O Weatherly has one of the best fan bases out there. I really mean that. At least that's the vibe that I get from them. And I look forward to, again, hopefully talking to Blake or you know, the whole band would be fucking awesome too here in 2019. Sharing the number seven spot with O Weatherly, we have the album Past Lives from Against the Current. It dropped September the 28th via Fueled by Ramen, and it has 11 tracks. My favorite is I Like the Way. This album was actually really hard to pick a favorite song. Some of the other ones, you know, I knew clearly which one it was. And that's not, you know, any shade on the other tracks on the album. But for some reason on Past Lives, I just, I, I like too many of them a little too much. But when I, when I whittle it down, it has to be, I like the way. Uh, I've never had the pleasure of interviewing against The Current. I would jump at the chance to, though... If anybody wants to make that happen, uh, this album is just so much fun. And, you know, it covers some really important themes and messages. It's sprinkled along the way. I honestly feel so good when I jam this. I just li listened to this in its entirety uh, in the car driving somewhere the other day. It was goddamn cold because I live in Pittsburgh and it's December, right? And I wanted to roll down the window so damn bad and just rock out and scream uh, the lyrics out the window to this album. But it was like 15 degrees out. So I just did all that with the windows up. Uh, it's it's a really, really groovy album. It it has a lot of uh, it, it's it's paving the way for, I think, some some new avenues of music. And I'm really excited about that past lives. From Against the Currents and Lips Like Oxygen from O Weatherly sit there together in the number nine spot of my top 10 albums from 2018. Now, we are rounding the corner here to talk about part one of my, you know, top 10. I, I have so much to say about them, I can't fit it all in one episode. So, we're going to finish this one with uh, number six. And then I believe it's not going to be next week, the following. And, you know, with podcasts, throwing out dates is just silly because you're probably listening to this at some random ass time in the future. And it's just crazy because um, I'm not there yet. I'm still here in the present. Am I freaking you out? I'm freaking myself out. <laughs> so we're going to hit up part two of my top 10. That would be numbers five through one here in the next week or two. Follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts so you're always on the same page with me and with us and the fam, the music fam that we got. So, number six, we've got Nearsighted from Speak Low. If you speak love, it dropped January the 19th via Pure Noise Records. It has 12 tracks. My favorite is Cannot Have It All. Ryan Scott Graham. What a guy. I mean, he's giving bass players around the world hope. He kills it 
on the four-stringed instrument in State Champs. And then he does a whole 180 with this solo endeavor. It's so clean, stripped down, yet still so intricate. And it's one of the more calming releases of 2018. I love me some State Champs, but give me Speak Low any day of the week. I had RSG on the show for episode 97. We were talking about his upcoming performance at 2017's Four Chord Music Festival. Uh, I watched it. It was incredible. And just everybody who was there in the moment with him and us, you could just tell. They were into it too. It is just quite the magnificent album and deserves to be on any single person's top album rankings of whatever. It is that damn good. Nearsighted from Speak Low if you speak love. And sharing the number six spot, rounding off part one of my top 10 albums here in 2018 for episode 157. We have Upside Down Flowers from the wonderful Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. Uh, Wow, it dropped November the 16th via Fantasy Records. It has 11 tracks. I wish it had 11,000. My favorite is Goodnight Rock and Roll. I don't say this often, although I did kind of say it already here uh, about I'll Get Out. Uh, But even more so with Andrew McMahon, anything, literally anything this man puts out in a musical format, I will be all over and without a doubt, I will be extremely impressed with it. I've truly been enamored by Andrew McMahon uh, and his music, really starting from his first musical endeavor uh, with something corporate. And if anyone needs just a little blast from the past and you've never listened to something corporate. You're in for a very delightful surprise if you go and check it out. Uh, And then he moved into Jack's Mannequin, which was so delightful. What a highlight. That was a delightful uh, small era for Andrew McMahon. Uh, And then I think he had like a quick minute where he was just Andrew McMahon, not, you know, in the backyard or, you know, in the kitchen uh, or anything. He was just Andrew McMahon. And then here we are, Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. The music is honest, really truthfully honest. Uh, It's like real life stuff with no expectations, no fluff. It's amazing. And if you haven't jammed this, you seriously, if you haven't jammed this, you don't know what you're missing. And after you take care of that I would also suggest you just go and check out the entire arsenal of music uh, that Andrew McMahon has created throughout his really eclectic musical career. <sighs> okay, I feel better now that I got the the first 10 through 6 out of the way. This has been a very lengthy process. You know, I've been thinking about this Honestly, I've been thinking about this since I listened to the self-title from The Dangerous Summer because I said to myself, this is going to be in my top 10 albums, no question, and there it is. Uh, So it feels good to actually see some of this come to fruition because I've been just really thinking about it, and if if anyone listening is a content uh, creator as well, you know it's it's just stressful because you... At least for me, I always try to be positive and encouraging, uh, optimistic. There's just too much fucking negativity out there in the world and in in this industry, this community of music that we live. Why not just push 
for positivity at all times. So that's what I try to do. And I just, I hate to narrow things down into a rankings, into a list, because I think, you know, whatever, everyone does it. It's just so impossible. It's impossible. There's so many albums that I'm not going to get to talk about because I can only talk about, I made it 20. It was only going to be 10. Thankfully, I have that music wisdom to double them up here uh, instead of just doing 10. But seriously, there was so much good music here in 2018. Uh, And and look, I'm only talking about full-length records right now. Uh, We aren't even discussing the EPs, the singles, and there's a lot of merit to those. And to clarify, I'm not, you know, I just can't, I can't cover it all. I'm one person and, (laughs) you know, we've got a lot of friends here at Spinning Thoughts. I'm trying to get them to get on the mic a little bit more with me. Maybe if I call them out here in an episode, uh, you know, they'll, they'll join in. Dan, Dan's done it. We've got Jay. Maggie, of course, we've had Maggie uh, to talk about the music she creates, and Mark from Goalkeeper, uh, we've talked to him a few times. I'm trying to think. I don't know if anybody else here on the Spinning Thoughts team has gotten on the mic with me. We better, let's make that happen here in 2019, but it has just been such, uh, such a crazy year for new music, and I just couldn't be happier, and I'm so excited to talk about this more with you all and to also present to you here uh, part two, which will be albums five through one. You can uh, check out all of this uh, and know when we're doing everything by following us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com and just so much content for free over there. That's where all of our contributors uh, come into play They just do a fantastic job, and I appreciate them so much. They become very good friends to me, and I would encourage you uh, to embrace them in the exact same way. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. Do me a favor, subscribe. If you really want to shoot for the stars, you can leave a five-star review. Uh, I didn't mean to do that, but fuck it, we'll go with it. Uh, And you can also leave, like, uh, a written review. I don't know. If you want to leave something nice, go for it. I always say if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So, you know, if you got to hate on us, you know, maybe play by those rules. Uh, But we'd love to hear from you. And without you, I would just be talking to my dogs. And I talk to my dogs anyways, so I guess without you... Everything would just be the same, but I love you nonetheless. We will be back again next week, same time, same place. I think it's a surprise next week. And then the following after will be part two of this uh, glorious breakdown of my top 10 albums from 2018. Until then, everybody, make sure you share music, spread love.
next to me Right when I'm alone on a dark night I know that when I feel your light I'll be alone